Hallelujah, praise God. It is the sixth day of the month of July 2020, and God has been faithful in his mercies and supplies, and to him forever be all the glory in Jesus' name. Uh, there is a word that I would say, a common word that has been on the lips of every believer, and it is the word revival. Revival, revival, you go to the east, you hear people screaming and singing the word revival, you go to the north, you hear people singing and saying the word revival, you go to the west, to the south, everywhere you go, you hear people talking about revival and revival. So therefore today, there's something about revival that I want to share with us and I believe we are going to be blessed in the name of Jesus Christ. My name is Brother Samuel and I am an apostle of Jesus Christ and I'm bringing you good tidings according to the limitless supply of His grace. So I'm going to be talking about revival. What is revival? When we talk about revival, what do we understand or what do we mean by revival? Now, the word revival comes from the word revive. The word revival comes from the word revive. And defining it with the English dictionary, it, it, it means to restore, it means to renew, it means to recover, to return to life. Praise God. And I would like us to know that all through the scriptures from the Old Testament to the New Testament, the word revival was never mentioned or was never used in the Bible. What we have in the, in, the, in, the, in the Bible was the word revive. We have the word revive. We have the word restore. We have the word renew. We have the word recover. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Habakkuk 3 verse 2. Habakkuk chapter 3 verse 2. The, 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 the scripture says, O Lord, I have heard thy speech and I was afraid. O Lord, revive thy works, revive thy works in the midst of the years, and in the midst of the years make known, and in wrath remember mercy. The word revive in that scripture that I just read means to renew. O Lord, renew, quicken, restore thy works in the midst of the years. The prophet Habakkuk cried out, Revival isn't when people get slain under the anointing. You know, we have been used and we have misinterpreted the, 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 the signs of falling or being slain under the anointing as revival. And people have made so much light about being slain under the anointing. And that is why we see people, after they get slain, they stand up, they sing without any iota of revival being wrought in them. So revival isn't people being slain under the anointing or when people start vomiting things or whatever revival in the new testament order is upholding the doctrines of christ upholding the doctrine of christ all through the scripture you see the apostles heating and emphasizing on the need for the doctrine 
emphasizing on the need for the doctrine. So revival is upholding the doctrine of Christ. For by it, the minds of the people are renewed. The spirit of man is quickened. The work of Christ is made real, even to the blind. When the doctrine of Jesus is upheld, when the doctrine of Jesus is enforced amongst the people, when the doctrine of Jesus is vibrantly and vehemently preached amongst the people, it does what indeed revival does in the lives of the people. Now, I'll be talking on revival, meaning different things, and we'll be looking into them. I'll be talking on revival, meaning renewal. I'll be talking on revival, meaning quickening. And I'll also be talking about revival, meaning to restore. And revival, meaning to edify. But first, let's look at revival, meaning renewal. It has to do with the mind of man. The mind of man being captured by the reality, the revelation, and the truth of Christ. When the mind of the believer is captured with the truth and the revelation of Jesus, a renewal takes place instantly. And that renewal triggers revival in the mind of the man. It is to know the will of God. It is to know the will of God. It is to know the will of God. Jesus Christ said, Thy kingdom come and thy will be done. Thy kingdom come and thy will be done. The reality of Jesus in the midst of the earth is the kingdom of God manifesting in the midst of the earth. And that is the will of God being known. Romans 12 verse 2, Romans 12 verse 2, it says, And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may know what is that good, acceptable, and perfect will of God. Until the mind is renewed, the will of the Father can never be appreciated. And when the will of the Father cannot be appreciated, we cannot make use of them. 2 Corinthians 4 verse 16, 2 Corinthians 4 verse 16, it says, For which cause we faint not, but though our outward man perish, yet the inward man is renewed day by day. There is need for the inward. There is need for renewal of the inward man. There is need for revival in the mind and in the inward man of man. And this revival comes by the revelation of Jesus. The revelation of Jesus does a quickening on the inside of us. Bible said, "Be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind." The Bible said that the eyes of your understanding be enlightened, that the eyes of your spirit be flooded with light. What do I mean by light? Light is the revelation of Jesus, and the light shined in darkness, and darkness comprehended it not. John chapter one verse five: the the, the light of Christ shined in darkness, and darkness could not understand it. Because because wherever the light of Jesus Christ shines in the heart of man by the revelation of his word, darkness is dispelled. That darkness is expelled. Darkness that has flooded the mind is expelled. Amen. And that is revival. 
that is revival. Our inward man is renewed and revived daily by the gospel of Jesus, by the good news of Jesus, because we have accepted that gospel as a light to our soul. The light of the soul of the believer is the word, because it is the word that gives us direction and opens us to the reality of God. The Greek word for inner in that scripture is esothen, esothen, and it has to do with the soul. It has to do with the soul. And the mind belongs to this category. When the Bible talks about the inward man in Second Corinthians 4 verse 16 that we read, it's talking about the soul and the mind is involved in this category. Hallelujah. And uh, how and, and, and now I want to say how and why is our inner man renewed? How and why is it renewed? The acceptance of the gospel is the answer. Every believer that is yet to accept the reality, the simplicity of the gospel is yet to experience the totality of revival. There is no revival without the acceptance of the, of the truth of the gospel. Second Corinthians 4 verse 3. 2 Corinthians 4 verse 3 But if our gospel be hid, it is hid to them that are lost. Verse 4 says, In whom the God of this world had blinded the minds of them that believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine into them. Verse 5, for we preach not ourselves, but Christ Jesus the Lord, and ourselves your servant for Jesus' sake. The absence of the light is the, is the presence of blindness. Though your eyes might be wide open, but your mind is blind until the gospel engulfs and takes over it. No man sees without light. So the soul needs the light of the word, the light of the gospel to see. Hallelujah. May we receive this light in the name of Jesus. So therefore, that is why as believers, as, as preachers, we must make sure we, 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 we enforce the gospel. Preach Jesus and not ourselves. The more we preach ourselves, we are only making ourselves known and yet we are making the people blind even the more because it is the, the testimony of Jesus, the prophecy of Jesus that introduces light and not our own testimony. Glory to God. And verse 6 of 2 Corinthians 4, verse 6 of 2 Corinthians for says for God who commanded the light to shine out of darkness had shined in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus. Oh, glory to God. Hallelujah. Oh, glory. I read again. Second Corinthians 4 verse 6. For God, who commanded the light to shine out of darkness, had shined in our hearts to give the light of the gospel, the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus. The Bible said he has translated us from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of his dear son. You can't be translated from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of his dear son without being fed with the gospel of the kingdom of his dear son. Because it is that gospel that gives us light in the face of Jesus. Oh God. Praise God. So, 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 so renewal by the word of God is a revival that every 
believer needs to understand. Secondly, secondly, revival meaning quickening. Revival meaning quickening. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Zebra Nahata. Revival meaning quickening. The word quicken means to make alive. Before something will be made alive, it must have been dead for it to be made alive. Amen. And it is from the Greek word, from the Greek word zupoyo, zupoyo, to make alive. Every human who have received Jesus have received revelation, has revealed, has received revival. Every believer who have received Jesus have received revival. For they are quickened from darkness to light, dead to life. Hallelujah. So long as you have Jesus in you, revival has been triggered in you because the acceptance of Jesus is the deliverance from darkness to light. Glory to God, I have revival. Lake Habata say, they have been taken back to the original will and the intent of man that man lost in Adam. Praise God. The dominion, whatever, everything God had, 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 had in his intention for man that Adam lost out of disobedience was restored the moment we received Jesus. That the platform was set as we have received Jesus. God's plan was life, not, not death. God's plan was life, life eternal. That life is Jesus. That life is, 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 is the God life. The devil's plan was death. And that death was enforced by Adam's disobedience. Amen. By Adam's disobedience. And, and how did that uh, disobedience take place? It took place by words. That is why our words are powerful. The words we listen to can either make or mar us. The words you listen to can cause renewal in you. And the words you listen to can cause bondage in you. Because in the Garden of Eden, what took place was, was an exchange of words between man, Adam, and the devil. The devil used his word to disobey Adam, to, to, to deceive Adam. And Adam disobeyed God because of the words of the devil he accepted. In the place of light, Adam received darkness by words. In other words, the influence, the suggestions, and the revelation of the devil is darkness. But the influence the, 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 and, and the action of the word of God represents light and it gives us light. So the one you choose determines what fuels you. Glory to God. Glory to God. Amen. But by Christ's obedience, we have returned to life from the death. Amen. The death sentence that Adam um, found himself in by his disobedience, we were free from it. Ephesians 2 verse 1. Ephesians 2 verse 1. And you had he quickened who were dead in trespass and sin. Before the revelation and the death, the burial and resurrection of Jesus Christ, we were all dead in sin. We were all dead in unbelief. Because none could enter the promised land in the days of the Israelites and the sojourn in the, in the wilderness. None could enter. They couldn't enter because of unbelief. So because of that, we were all naturally in unbelief. And by the acceptance of Jesus, we were quickened and we are made alive from the dead that is revival and it was done and completed by Jesus when he gave his life that we might be carriers of his life amen amen we are the carriers of the life of Jesus and that is revival he did that by shedding his blood that we might be transformed from spirit from from spiritually dead people to 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 spiritually alive in him glory to god 
Glory to God. So we have been quickened. We have revival. We have revival. We have revival in our spirit. Our spirit is the center base of revival. It produces revival, but it is in the response of what we take in. Glory to God. Glory to God. It's all about garbage in and garbage out. Revival meaning to restore. Revival meaning to restore. Revival meaning to restore. To restore means to be in its former state. Amen. To be in its former state. To take back to the original intent. And one of the ways this is done is by the word. Oh, glory. By the word. By the word. Glory to God. The word of God is the Alpha and Omega. Glory to God. The word revive in. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Le brada kashaka labadayase. Ebrede kesoka paladayata. Let's see the book of Acts, chapter 1, verse 6. Acts, chapter 1, verse 6. It says, When they therefore we are come together, they asked of him, saying, Lord, will thou at this time restore again the kingdom of Israel? Will thou again restore the kingdom of Israel? Will thou again restore, bring back to its original state, the kingdom of Israel? In that scripture, two words are vital and they are restore and the kingdom. Amen. Will thou again restore the kingdom of Israel? Glory to God. Asakabaya. The kingdom there is not talking about a place. It's not talking about a vicinity. It's not talking about a territory. The kingdom there in the original Greek Greek word is translated as Basileia. Basileia. B-A-S-I-L-E-I-A. And it means authority. Authority will thou again restore the authority of Israel. It therefore means that Israel had lost an authority, but there is need for a restoration. Allah go shigadaya. So the kingdom there means authority, it means dominion. This can only be by the action of the Holy Spirit dwelling on the believer to proclaim the good tidings. To proclaim the good tidings. The authority and the dominion of the believer in Christ is tied up in the gospel. Amen. It is tied up in the gospel and we need the action of the Holy Ghost. For us to proclaim and receive those good tidings. Jesus, Jesus operated in this dimension. But on his ascension, he rolled the power. He gave the power over to us to do as he did. Everything Jesus Christ did, the oppression, he 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 rough the authority or he operated on the dominion he had, he gave to us as man. The Bible says, Oh, what manner of love is this that we should be called the sons of God? Sons are the uh are the ones to inherit the goodness of the Father. Therefore, for us to be the sons of God, it means all that concerns God, we are entitled to it. The power that was at work in Jesus, we are entitled to it. And when Jesus was leaving, he rode over this authority and dominion to us. Glory to God. 
Glory to God. Luke 4 verse 18. Luke chapter 4 verse 18. It says, the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he had anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He had sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives and the recovering of sight to the blind, to set at liberty them that are bruised. Verse 19 says, to preach the acceptable year of the Lord in declaring Jesus in declaring Jesus in his power lies the release of the spirit of restoration and revival for 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 Jesus to 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 to, to give sight to the blind for Jesus to 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 to, to preach the gospel for him to preach it to the poor for him to heal the brokenhearted he had to preach and what was he preaching the kingdom the gospel the gospel. Amen. Praise God. So that is revival. Restoration. Restoration of authority. Every believer needs to be seated upon the bank of the revelation of Jesus. Because that is where the authority lies. Ali Shabalahata. I can have one million naira check in my hand. But if I don't know what it is, it will be useless. For it to be useful to me, I have to go to the bank and cash it out. So therefore, we are the seat of the power of God. But until we take in the right word, the power will remain dormant. That will not be our portion in Jesus' name. Revival meaning edification. Revival meaning edification. To edify means to build. To edify means to build. The testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy and by that prophecy people are edified. We are built by the testimony, by the teachings of Christ. Revelation 10, 9 verse 10 D. Revelation 9 verse 10 D. For the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. The testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. The teaching of the church should be centered on the testimony of Jesus. It should be all about Jesus. Jesus should be the beginning and the end of it. Because by so doing, we are enforcing the, 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 the spirit of prophecy. 1 Corinthians 14 verse 5 1 Corinthians 14 verse 5 I would that ye all speak with tongues but rather that ye prophesied for greater is he that prophesied that he than he that speaketh with unknown tongues except he interprets that the church may receive edifying praise God 1 Corinthians 14 verse 16. How is it then, brethren, that ye come together, every one of you hath psalms, hath a doctrine, hath a tongue, hath a revelation, hath an interpretation. Let all things be done decently and in order. Amen. How is it? It's going to be wonderful. When we come together, we all have psalms, we all speak in tongues, we all have a doctrine, and we all have interpretation of the revelation. Amen. For by so doing, all things will be done unto edifying. Praise God. Edifying the sense. Edifying the spirit. And also for this purpose, we have the fivefold ministry. For the sake of edification, we have the fivefold ministry. Ephesians 4 verse 12. Ephesians 4 verse 12. 
God gave all this ministry for, for, for a particular purpose. He gave some pastors, he gave, he gave some prophets, he gave some to be, to be, to be, to be, to be, uh, uh, apostles, teacher, evangelists for the edification of the saints. Amen. Ephesians 4 verse 12, for the, for, for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, and for the edifying of the body of Christ. When the Bible talks about the perfecting of the saints, it's talking about the maturing of the saints, for the work of the ministry, and the edifying of the body of Christ. As a believer, it does not mean it stops there. Confessing Jesus as your Lord and Savior does not end there. There's need for growth. There's need for maturing. And for the believers, we mature. It has to do with the Word of God. It for me is be your apostle, be your pastor, be your evangelist, be your teacher, be your whatever. The teaching of the gospel must be pivot. It must be the key focus of the church. Revival is not something we just hope to come. Revival leaves. Hallelujah. Revival leaves and dwells in us. It's not something we are hoping to come unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly according to the power above all we could ask or think according to the power that works in us the power rests on the inside of us so revival leaves and dwells in us and with us waiting to be to, 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 to experience it and share this same revival it is dwelling on us and we need to experience the power in us and we need to share it to the world for the world to see it is not meant for you alone that's why jesus christ said go you into the world hallelujah you cannot break limits you cannot break limit until you realize that what you need to break limit is inside of you for your advancement in life, you must look on the inside of you. The Spirit of God in you is not dwelling there partially. It is there dwelling in there with the totality of what makes God whom He is. Galatians 4 verse 19, My little children for whom I travail in birth again unto Christ be formed in you. Unto Christ be formed in you as a believer, there needs to be the formation of Christ in you. Christ needs to be formed in you. The more you take in him, the more you take in his teaching, the more he's formed in you. The more you take form, the more you take shape, the more you show yourself forth the way he is. Glory to God. Glory to God. I want you to meditate on these things. There's need for enlightenment in the body of Christ. There's need for revelation. There's need for light. There's need for, for a flooding of light. In our time in the body of Christ, my little children from whom I travail again, unto Christ be formed in you. That was Apostle Paul talking. The Apostle knew that the Galatian church needed to break limbs. They need to break forth. He knew they needed power for that. But he didn't focus on that. He was more interested in Christ being formed in them. And he knew enlightenment was the key. That the eyes of your understanding be enlightened my prayer for you today is that you will have the right understanding of this word you will begin to understand revival you begin to understand enlightenment you begin to understand edification you begin to understand restoration all these things have been embedded by the spirit of god that dwells on the inside of you i call you blessed i call you blessed no more shall we begin to be mediocre no more shall we begin to be limited in the realities of christ no more shall we begin to be limited in the finished work of jesus who must embrace the finished work and uphold it for the world to see 
God bless you. And God bless you real good. God bless you real good. I see you at the top. You have a wonderful day. Bye-bye.